בוקר ואור, רבותיי, חודש טוב ומבורך. ערב שבת קודש, פרשת שופטים. כוסא פרשה, זה פרשה of the מלך. The Torah tells us and makes a prediction that of course comes true when it says that the Jewish people are going to come into Eretz Yisrael they're going to say Asima alai melech kechol agroim ha-shesevivotai The Torah says fine, you appoint a king but there's rules when it comes to the king Rak lo yarbe lo susim He's not allowed to add uh, many horses to his cavalry. Furthermore, he's not allowed to have an excessive amount of wives. He's limited to 18 wives only. Lest his wives cause his heart to sway away from God. So there's rules here. Of course, we know the, uh, the famous Gemara. The Gemara says in uh, Sanhedrin, in Chaf Aleph, Amar Bi Yitzhak, Mepnema lo nitgalu ta'ame Torah. Why don't we know the reasons for the Torah? Torah gives us many, many laws, but we really don't know the reasons behind the law. Even the Sefer HaChinuch, so he gives us a, a little taste, a little flavor, ta'am. But we really don't know the ultimate reason. So the Gemara asked that question. Why not explain it? Because you have two Pesukim over here, where the Torah gave the reasons, and the great man of the world, Shalom HaMelech, because he saw the reasons, caused them to stumble. Why? So Shalom says, ah, that's the reason. Okay, that's the reason. I'll marry more than 18, which he did, and I'll be able to control myself from veering. What does it say in Melachim? To a certain degree on Shalom HaMelech's level, the Nashim turned his heart a little. Gemara says, Uchtiv, Lo Yerbel Lo Susim. Gemara says, You're not allowed to have many horses in this cavalry. Amar Shalom HaMelech, Ani Yerbel Lo Ashuf. What's the reason why you cannot have Susim? Because the best horses are in Egypt, so you're going to go back to Egypt. So he said, I'll, I'll, I'll be Marbe and I won't go back. What does it say? He went back to Egypt to get the horses. So therefore, you see that there's a tremendous hashkafa in this week's Perasha. It's a hashkafa that's telling us that, well, reasons are okay to a certain degree. But reasons, and sometimes a little too much knowledge, get you in trouble. And therefore, to a certain degree, it's sometimes better off 
not knowing why you're doing something. You're doing it because ultimately that's what God says to do. Once already you start to give reasons to why you're doing things, so then you can come along and say, well, it doesn't apply. In the case of Shilomo, what happened was he ended up going after the reason, thinking that it's not going to affect him, and it affected him. So therefore, the, the, the going after the reasons was detrimental to Shiloh. If Shiloh just would have said, Lo yarbe, period. But he read the end of the Pasuk. Lo yarbe, lo yasur. So when he read, Lo yarbe, lo yasur, so as a result, he got affected. How could Shilomo get affected? I once saw an unbelievable explanation. Shilomo is the wise of all men. It's unbelievable. How could he get affected? So I once saw a pshat that once the Torah says, Lo yarbeh, do not take uh, many, many wives, velo yasur, the Torah already is telling you that's a mitziut. The Torah already is koveya. This is going what's going to happen. And once the Torah already says it, it's a mitziut now. You, you cannot get out of that mitziut. If you're going to be marbe yasur, you, 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 there's no option to say ani abe velo asur. Torah said velo yasur. I saw this mitzudat and the mikudem mitzudat it says, "Ena kavanah lomar kishi yarbe shem me yasur." That's fact. The Torah said it's going to happen. So you can be smart, you can say it's not going to be, you're going against the Torah. Once the Torah is going to happen, it's going to happen. For example, this week's Perashah. You can't take Shohat. Why? Shohat Yaver. What is your question? V'chi, Chazoni says this, V'chi, you think, if Moshe Rabbeinu ala v'shalom gets shohat, he's going to pervert the justice. Moshe is emet la'amito. So you'd say, okay, except for Moshe, put an asterisk, except for Moshe. But it's not except for Moshe. What's the job? How, I your question. But what's the shohat we're talking about? Not a million dollars. The shohat we're talking about is we learned the Gemara in, in Shabbat. The rabbi went like this, he went like this. He blew up the, the feather off his uh, top of his uh, lapel. And what did the rabbi say? Pasilna and Pasula cannot judge you. Why? He, 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 he blew a feather off. Or he opened the door for him. Rabbi, please come in. Rabbi, I have a case. I'm Pasula ready. Why? He opened the door for me. We're not talking about a shohat. Don't we gave him a candelabra. He gave him a little shohat. You're telling me for a little... You think, do me a favor. You have a, uh, you have a cigarette? Yeah, here you go. Okay, can you judge me now? No, Pasula, he gave me shohat. You think Moshe Rabbeinu for a cigarette is going to pervert justice? You want to tell me for a million dollars? But the Torah doesn't be the, 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 the amount of shohad. So what's the pshat? Pshat is, you're right. Logically speaking, for a cigarette, for, for, for $50, the great Sadiq is not going to change the justice. But the Torah made a mitziut. Ki hashohad ya'ver. Finish. You're under the spell of the Torah now. You're under that uh, energy of the Torah. It says, this is a reality, it's a mitzi'ut. Even though you're going to say to yourself, how can it be? Because Torah says, it's, a, it's not pshat, ki yashohat shem me ya'aver. 
כי השוחן יעוור. You're not going to see the case objectively. Fact. Even though the judge might say, no, it didn't affect me. אין חוכמה ואין עצה נגד התורה. You're not allowed to read by the light of a net on Shabbat. Why? I don't know the reason. You know the reason. Mishnah doesn't tell me the reason. I don't know the reason. Mishnah doesn't say anything. It says, Lo yikral od aner. You have reasons, you know from something else. The Gemara comes along and says, Hazak Baruch. The Gemara says, Taru Rabbanan, the rabbis came along and said, לא יקרא אדם לאור הנר שביתר. ביולי. רבי ישמעאל came along and he said, אני אקרא ולא אתר. That's the reason. שביתר. אני אקרא ולא אתר. Now by the way, do you think, see, probably you don't know who רבי ישמעאל is. You know רבי ישמעאל, these are the tzaddikim, the tanaim, They have the Bekut with the Kadosh Baruch Hu every single second of the day. There's not a hip. If, 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 if Rav Yichel Abramsky agonized that he lost the connection for one second, Rabbi Ishmael has connection with the Kadosh Baruch Hu. On Shabbat, especially. Especially. We, we don't know. These are Tanaim. By the way, any time a Tana ever made a slight infraction, the Gemara says, Impossible. The Behemoth of the Tzadikim don't make sense. The Gemara cannot accept. A tzaddik can make a sin. Okay, now let's continue the story. Ani ikra velo atem. Pa'amaran b'shabbat. Rabbi Ishmael, when he starts to learn, by the light of the candle, ve'ita. And he tilted. So what does he say? He says, Amar Rabbi Ishmael, Kama gedola devrei hachamim. How great are the words of the rabbis. Hold it. I understand... That what Rabbi Ishmael did. The Gemara says, he put on, he took out his pinkas, he took out his ledger, and he said, Ani Ishmael, Kariti, Betiti, Kishi Benebet HaMikdash, I'm going to bring a Korban Hatat. No problem with that. But what does he mean when he says, What's Gedolah? What, 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 what Gedolah did he see? It's a Gezerah. It's a Gezerah that Rabbi Ishmael, forgive me, disregarded, and he came to be Mateh, fine, What, what is so great in this that is you want to tell me maybe how right they were I don't know. He, he saw some some greatness in the Hachamim in this Gezerah what's the greatness I'll tell you the chapter greatness the Bishmael said I knew the Torah can create a mitziut But the Hachamim can create a Mitziut. That already I was like, that's an amazing thing. That you want to tell me that the Torah says, Lo because it'll bring you to Lasur? I got that. And you want to tell me when the Torah says, Lo But you want to tell me when a rabbi comes along and says, Lo Yikra Shem That makes it, even if you're a B'Yishma'el, we have Dibikut, and you're attached to the Baruch Hu, you never will it. Once the rabbi said it, that's it. Even if Ishmael becomes subject and susceptible to the Hilul Shabbat. Why? Because the Hachamim said it. 
That's already a big hadusa. The Rabbanan already a koveya a mitziut. She's digging zerot already. Change the uh, the table of things that anybody becomes susceptible. Once that Shimon already came along and said, so something just shimma yater. Shimma yater sounds like it, it could happen. It could happen, and it will happen. And the biggest proof is the beach. If it can happen to the beach, it can happen to anybody. That means. And where did that come from? That means before the takana of the hakamim, there's no way the beach would ever be batim. Once I can already established it, already the becomes part of that takana. So he's a wow. The words of the rabbis are so strong that they even have an influence on my uh, on, on, on my behavior. That's a simple explanation. But we said the most beautiful explanation from the Gaon de Vilna. About that, there's a big there's a big discussion in this. Which the right way to study Torah? It's a it's a big mahlokit. Uh, uh, the Benish highways in, into this mahlokit over here. The mahlokit is one shita says, Torah must be studied bederech emuna. What does that mean? Emuna pejudah. Why do you do it? Because my father said. Why does your father do it? Because his father said. Moshe kibir Torah, Moshe Yoshua. But why? My father told me to do it, I do it. What's the reason? I don't know the reason. Ekedin. Some say that that's the highest level of service. Why? Misora. The other side of the coin said, this is more the, the secular people, they come along and say, no, you can't be a robot, and you can't be a zombie, and you can't just do things like the rabbi said, the rabbi said. And the rabbi tells you to jump off the roof, jump off the roof. And another guy would say, yeah. And the guy says, hey, so you're crazy. Which means they say you gotta be intellectual, you gotta use your brain, philosophize. You have to know reasons why. Let's know things blindly. You have to know the reasons. Are they right? So, they're right to a certain degree because Shilomo uh, Melech uh, says. Shalom HaMelech says, and the Benish Chai quotes it, the Pasuk writes, Da et Elohe avicha ve'avdehu. Da. What does da mean? I don't know. Things are heke. You have to have Why am I putting on tefillin? Why am I putting on a talit? Why do I want to miss in the sukkah? Why can't I wear shatnez? Why can't I eat? No? Da, you have to have no knowledge. Oh, so that's that side. The other side comes along and says, yeah, but uh, if you're just going to go after reasons, reasons get you to trouble. Because, uh, you know, if the reason doesn't apply, if you're going to give a reason to something, let's say you find the reason. Abisham Mombari, a hyper example, he gave a reason why the Bleet Milah is on the eighth day. Torah doesn't tell me. So, but my Torah says, Bayom HaShemini Yemol, period. Rabbi Shemobar Yohai comes in the Gemara and says, I'll tell you why the Midah is on the eighth day. Because, for the pictures. Mm-hmm. What does it mean for the pictures? Because everybody's going to come to the Midah Sameach. And the husband's going to come to the thing, and his wife's Nidah. Because his wife can't go to the Big Bay until yeah. seven days. It says, Ubayom Shemini Yimbol. But it says, V'tameah Shiva'at Yamim. She's Tameah. So therefore, Torah says, you know what? Let her go to Mikveh the night before. So now when they take pictures, eh, not a, we don't touch our wives in public, but Yanni in the private, he's happy, his wife's not in there. 
Beautiful. Eighth day. That's the Misha Mormon you're by the way. That does not sound like a capitalistic reason, by the way. That sounds like a very practical reason. So the husband can come to the Brit Milah, happy he has a wife, his wife is with him. Okay, so oh, that's the reason? So that's the reason 99.9.9% of the time, even till today, no lady goes to McVeigh on the seventh day. Maybe in the olden days they did. Today, when a lady gives birth, she goes to McVeigh on the seventh day, you're lucky if she goes seven weeks later. You have to shove her on. You're right about seven days now? You're lucky. The pigeon also, there's no thing. And the bar mitzvah, you're lucky if she goes to McVeigh. You're right about seven days. You're right about seven days. In love with, so if you're going to go with the reasons, says the Benish high, you're going to come along and say, ah, anyway, today most ladies are zav and most ladies don't go and they bleed. Ah, it doesn't apply. Therefore, we don't have to do it the aid. So you're running a risk. Once you put a reason to something, batela ta'am, batela davar. Whereas, if I just follow it, because my father said, that mitzvah will endure any storm, any, uh, you know, uh, 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 any, 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 any uh, situation. So the Benish Chai, basically his rule is, if you want your mitzvot to have endurance, you should do it because Hashem said so, Period. But he said, what about, so what is the Bishwan doing then? Why is he giving us reasons? Uh, the reasons are there just uh, enhance it. It's like, listen, I can eat uh, uh, rice bland. It'll give me whatever nutrients rice gives me. But we put a little salt, a little pepper, you put a little heck here, seasoning. Now, the seasoning has no value of nutrition. But why do I put it? To make the rice to go down easier. But technically, even if I would hold my nose and my ears and swallow the rice and not taste it at all, it would also give me the same value. But what? When you understand what you're doing, when you have a ta'am, like the word ta'am means flavor. And it also means reason. The purpose of the ta'am is only to give you an enhancement in the... But not that the ta'am should be the cause of the bitul. And somebody said, it's a big hadush here. So, so he asked on himself to Ben Isha, but I just told you the pasuk that says, that King Salman says, da means... You have to know. So, oh, but listen to what he said. He didn't say da. He said da et Elohe avicha. That's what you have to know. No, Elohe avicha, which means you have to know that the reason why you serve God is because He's the God of your Father. You don't have to go into uh, all the philosophical uh, philosophical reasons. So the Benish Chai weighs in which side is is correct. He calls the two sides Imunah. Peshuta or emuna b'hakira. That's the that's the big debate over here. And like a perfect rabbi, the Benish Chai says they're both right. Elu ve'elu devreilu b'hayim, but he gives the tilt to emuna peshuta. He says your starting point is emuna peshuta. I do it because God said. Once you accept that as a yated she'eno balyimot doesn't move. Now you can start with reason. Reasons are only after you accept it unconditionally. Now you want to put some flavor on it? You know what? Because I'm not worried about that guy. Because the flavoring will never demolish the foundation. The flavoring only is an enhancement. So therefore, both are correct. Uh, Based on this, based on this, we said this did Hashem many times, but it fits in over here. It says... In the tefillah, in the service, that we say at the end of 
Sahalit, en kedohenu, en kedonenu, en kemalkenu, en kemoshienu. Which basically says, nobody like God. What's the next line? Mi kedohenu, mi kedonenu, mi kemalkenu. Who is like God? Who? If I was writing it, I, put it, I would have done it like this. Mi kedohenu, I would ask the question first. And then I would put the next line. Good question, mi kedohenu. And my answer would be, en kedohenu. I heard once from Rabbi Tversky, live and be well, Abraham Tversky, MD, PhD, said the following mashal, it's unbelievable. He said, those people that work with philosophy, very dangerous, they philosophize. He says, it's a mashal, in the olden days, maybe they still do it today, they have uh, caves, that they ex- explore caves. I'm sure one of, one of your adventures, David, you must have done that in the previous uh, Switzerland somewhere. They go into caves and they check these caves, but very, very dangerous to do it because very, very windy. You, know, you, you get in there, you get lost. You can't get out. So what, they, so what they do is they carry a rope with them. And as they're walking, they drop the rope. So it basically gives them a path out. Even though they get the winding curves in and out, they just follow the rope and they get out. So basically he says is, is that before they go into this dangerous place, they have to have an exit strategy that they won't get stuck. He says philosophy is the same thing. Philosophy, you're going to get involved in it. Most people get lost in it. And if they don't have a rope to get out, finish the philosophy causes them to deny God. So therefore he says, if you're going to start with mi kelohenu, you might not even get to en kelohenu. So therefore, you have to let the rope down first. The rope is en kelohenu, period. And that's never going to change. Now that you establish in Kilohenu, not go philosophize till you're blue in the face. Go because it doesn't matter. No matter what philosophical question you're going to have, you already set down the rule in Kilohenu. But if me Kilohenu comes first, you might not get to in Kilohenu. You might sit your whole life me Kilohenu, me Kadonenu, me Moshe'enu, and you're asking the me, me v'mi'ah olechim. So the Torah comes along and says, first of all, you have to say, I believe. If I believe, because I believe, period. I don't have to know why I believe. My father believed. Moshe Rabbeinu told me. Moshe Rabbeinu was like, next. Okay, now go. What if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? Event him. That's a big, big key of philosophy. To lay it down first, that you're able to have an exit strategy. Or if that's the case, so there's a, uh, there's a beautiful Mishnah and Pirkei Avot, the beginning of the second Pirkei. The Mishnah says, we'll learn Pirkei Avot. Ashkenazim learn Pirkei Avot in the summer also, by the way. So we'll learn it now, according to that Minhag. Rabbi Omer, not that I have to justify why, what if I want to quote Pirkei Avot, Norman. I'm just, uh, I can quote whatever I want in this class over here. I'm just saying, I'm justifying it because the Ashkenazim also study it in the summer. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, Ezui derech shiaborlo ha'adam. What's the right derech that a person should choose in his life? I'll explain to you. Listen, the goal is that you should choose a, 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 a derek that's tiferet. Tiferet means it's glorious. It's a proper way. But the tiferet has to be on two levels. Tiferet gives glory to God. Oseha is God. And tiferet lo min adam. And it's glorifying to people. I'll give you a simple example. It's basically this is where the Rambam got his rule of the middle of the road. Middle of the road means that when it comes to midot, you should be very, very charitable. Tiferet le'oseha, that you give a lot of tzedakah, you give God a tremendous uh, uh, amount of, uh, uh, 
uh, you know, uh, benefit by doing the mitzvah of tzedakah. But the fed lomena adam, but has to benefit you also, because if you give too much tzedakah, you're going to become a poor person. So you have to have, the fed do the mitzvah for God, but the fed adam. You can't put yourself in a, uh, at a risk. Or it just means, you should do two mitzvot. Ben adam lamakom, ben adam lamakom. Be balanced. Don't only do the mitzvot on the right side of the luchot and deny the left side. Or don't only the left side and the right side. Do both. The fit of the Oset, the Adam, be balanced. They might have the simple explanation. But according to the Ben Yishchai, learns the Mishnah deeper. Ezui derech. Ezui derech. The question is, derech emunah peshuta or derech hakira? You know what the answer is? Kol shi teferet le'oseha. The first thing all you have to do with it is le'oseha. The glory of the mitzvah is belongs to God. Period. Once already you get to tefillet le'oseha, now you can start tefillet lo adam. Now you can start putting your synthetic reasons into the uh, into the mitzvah. Tefillet lo adam. You want to add your spices tefillet lo adam, but only once you start tefillet le'oseha, because once you do that, it doesn't matter. Even if your reasons are right, don't apply. That's the problem with the conservative reforms. They put reasons to everything. And they came along and said, they came along and said, Oh, Shabbat. Shabbat is Torah says. Torah Now, I want to ask you a question about Thai. Riding in a car or walking, which is more menuha? You tell me. Of course, guy's walking, he's sweating, he, can't, he gets to the shul, he's haggard. Guy drives in a car, has AC on, maybe a little Shabbat music over there. He opens the, 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 the roof over there, a little shemesh, the car. He gets to the bed, can it? So they started to put reasons. And why can't you make a fire? Because in the olden days, making a fire was a tadhar, rubbing two stars. Hey, where's a fire take? Turn on a light. Nothing. That's not... So they started to give reasons. And the more reasons they gave, the more religion started to dissipate. So therefore, the Benu HaKadosh, the redactor of the Mishnah, he says, listen, for this religion to work, it's got to start off, Tif'eret Le'oseah. Torah says Shabbat, period. You want to start giving reasons now? Give all the reasons you want. But Tif'eret Le'oseah. Now you can start Tif'eret Le'oseah. But if you're going to start Tif'eret Le'oseah, you might not get the Tif'eret Le'oseah. Like we said by the Enkelein. Based on this, based on this, Oh, there's a beautiful... We learned this in Masichet Shabbat. Remember we learned this Gemara on Shabbat? Ha'hu philosophiah, page Kuftet Zayin. There was a philosopher. What a philosopher comes along and says, I want to know the reasons. Always the, the secular people want to know reasons. <clears throat> Why? One time a, a girl, I was giving a class in like a college a, a type of place. And we were saying something, and one of the girls got up. And sometimes the girls can be worse than the boys. Sometimes when they're angry, they can be worse. They have a chip. So she had a chip. So she gets up and says, well, Who says? What's the, what's the reason? Well, so that was the reason. She tried to water down everybody else. I said, What, well, you only do things uh, that you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to understand it. I said, I can ask you a simple question. I said, uh, When you get a headache, what do you do? So I take a Tylenol. I said, oh, how does a Tylenol work? You understand? The, I, don't, I, I don't know how it works. I don't have to have reason. I just take it and my head goes away. I'm not allowed to know this touches that. and the, well, I don't, I don't. But you you fly a plane? Yeah, tell, you, know, you know how aerodynamics work? How does a plane float, float, float over there? You know how it works? You don't know how it works. When it comes to flying a plane, you saw the pilot. He understands what's going on. Now when it comes to Tylenol, you trust... When a doctor gives you a prescription, you question his prescription? 
You don't. You, you know what? The doctor knows what he's doing. Give me a prescription. You go, you, all you just go to the pharmacist and you fill the prescription. You don't tell the doctor, I want the three tamed the crown here. I want Rashi Tosfot and the uh, and the, the Rabbeinu Yonah uh, to explain why. He explains it. He gives you a prescription. You take it. Oh, but when God comes and says, here's a prescription, and he has Shem Echa, why? So you're a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Okay, she regrets the day she opened her mouth. Uh, <laughs> she regrets the day. She's still standing there. She's frozen. Anyway, so you see over here, Rabotai. Oh, so anyway, the Gemara says, Ha'u philosophia. They're a philosophy. Uh, he was in the in, in the in the Shibute of who? Of Rabban Gabriel. And he used to be on the take. He used to give advice and judgments, but he used to take bribery. Remember the story? He used to take bribery. So they wanted to expose the guy that he was a, you know, a shyster, that he was a crook. So, so what did they do? Right, exactly. Right? And the Abbas Shakil, Shema, he would, he would publicize himself. I don't accept bribery. I'm an honest guy. Okay, we're going to prove the guy is a bribery taker. Why? They wanted to make a joke on him. So they gave him a, a, a beautiful candelabra. What do you call it? As a bribe. Now they come to him with the case after they bribed him. So she says, the sister of Rabban Gamliel, she bribed him the first time. And she says to the philosopher, Listen, our father passed away, and my brother Rabban was taking all the inheritance. We want to split the inheritance. I want to get a piece of the action. So he says, okay, you should get, split it 50-50. So we're talking about, where there's a boy, the girl doesn't inherit. What are you talking about? The Rabbi is telling the judge. But of course he's not going to say that because he got bribed already by the girl, by the sister. So if we gave her 50% of the thing, so the bank was trying to say, hey, what are you talking? Uh, we have a law that says, that doesn't apply anymore. That doesn't apply anymore, he tells him. The Torah Moshe doesn't apply anymore. I need to have a new book, and the new book it says, they're equal. Fine, the next day what happened? Rabban Gamaliel bribed him with a more expensive bribe than insisted the day before. Hamra Luba, you know, the special uh, Libyan Hamor, or white Hamor. Amar Lehu. So all of a sudden, oh, wait, wait, I changed my mind. I see disaster. I go to the end of the Pasuk. Shafilat the Sefat the Safra, because to the end of the book, and it says, Ana Lolim Mifat Menu Raita Moshe, I teach Lolim Usufea Raita Moshe. I'm not coming to add to Moshe the Menus Torah or to take away from Moshe the Menus Torah. Uchtiv, Bimkom Bera, Berta, Lotirut. Where there's a son, the child, the girl does not inherit. Changes ruling. So what did the, what did the rabbi say to his sister? Amar, uh, uh, um, oh, so, so the girl comes along and says to the judge, and she's reminding him, I gave you a chandelier yesterday, I gave you a candelabra. My hamor came and extinguished your candelabra. Which means, I'm the last dude, that's what I'm right. That's basically the story of the Gemara. So the Benish Chai says, a very funny story. What's well, 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 God doing anything? Stanley tell me stories about philosophers and about. Uh, so he says, unbelievable. He's the philosophers, they come from the school. You got to understand everything. Everything has Until you understand it, you don't do it. So what happened? They, had, they got into an argument with the philosopher. So he says, there's 
in, in the laws of Yerushah, there's a son, there's Bira, that's a boy, and there's Barta, as a girl. And generally speaking, we always say that the Bara is the strong one. Because a man usually has stronger force than a, than a female. I know today if you say that, you probably get arrested. By, 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 but that's a reality. The, 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 the body of a man is just created differently than the body of a uh, lady. That's, uh, I've said it, uh, even in the community where they make these mixed events in sports. They put the uh, boys against the girls. The guy slamming, <laughs> slams a ball on a lady's head and she comes out with a... With, with, what are you doing over here? They're not made to play boys against girls. It's different, uh, you understand what I'm saying? It's different strengths. It's not a good thing, it's not a bad thing. The ladies have their strengths also, I'm sure. But the point is, when it comes to strength, the man's strength is stronger than the lady's strength. Most of the time, I'm saying. I can have some lady email me, oh, Rabbi, I disagree with what you said today. Hey, look at you, she, oh, look at my muscles. I know there's exceptions over there. Okay, my point is, the Benish High writes, when you say Bera, Bera is always stronger than Barta. So he says, Emuna Peshuta is the strong position. That's the Bera. That's the strong. You know why it's a strong position? Because Emuna Peshuta is the foundation. It doesn't move. The weaker position is the Barta. The Barta is the position of Emuna Bahakira. What's the reason? The reason what's a weak position is because the mitzvah becomes in peril if you're going to make it hinged on a reason. So therefore, it's a weak position. It's called barta. Although it's, it's, it's something, but it's weak. So they go to the philosopher. And what does the philosopher come along and say? The philosopher on the first day comes along and says, Bera u barta shavim. It's equal. Which means in the philosophy world, they're equal. Which means emunah, peshuta, and hakira deserves the same credence, the same, the same value. And then, Rabban Yibir told the philosopher, you're wrong. In our Torah, b'mkom bera barta lo terut. Where there's a bera, the barta has no, has no value. The bera is the main thing. And then he comes along, the philosopher, the next day comes along and says, you're right. He had to learn it. So this Gemara basically is the, is the, and if you look at the story, the way he said it to philosopher, he says, once he said bera u berta, he said, From the day that you become exiled, and the Torah changed. You see, once you start with Imunah Bahakira, the Torah becomes, becomes wavering. Whereas Rabban Yilayel says, the Torah that we got never changed. All the mahluk between Rabban Yilayel and the philosopher was, what is the priority? Is Bera and Barta equal? And then you have a problem. Because if you give the same credibility to Barta as Bera, you're not going to have Bera. But if you say that, where there's a Bera, which is the strong position of Imran Peshuta, the segment has no value, or has a weaker value, then there's a chance that the Torah will remain durable. Based on this, Sabotai, he explains the Gemara in Sota. This is one of the favorites of the Ben Ishai. Ben Ishai says a story. Based on the Gemara, Sota Yud says like this. V'chol otan shanim shayu yisrael b'midbar. For those years that the Jewish people were in the midbar. Ayu shne aronot halal. There was two aronot, two coffins that were uh, trailing with the Jewish people, were traveling with the Jewish people. Ehad shel met, ve'ehad shel shekhinah. One, there was a met in there, 
And the other Aaron had in it Shekhinah. What is Shekhinah? The Luchot. And who is the Met? Kever Yosef. Malchim Zeim Zeh. Vayu Ovrim Veshavim Omrim. And the Ovrim Veshavim would say, Matiban Shashne Aronot Alal. What's in these two Aronot? Amru Ehad Shel Met, Vehad Shel Shekhinah. Vehi Madar Kos Shel Met, Lalechim Shekhinah. Is this the normal thing that you put the Met next to the Shekhinah? Amru Kiyem Zeh, Mashikatub Bazeh. Uh, you see this one over here? This one over here fulfilled what's written and over here. So therefore, yes, this is the Torah and this is the model of the Torah. This man followed everything that's written, so therefore he deserves to be escorted together with the Shekhinah, which is the Luchot. I don't have a problem why you call, you're calling the Aron, Aron, of Shekhinah, no problem. Why are you call Aron Shekhinah? Because the Shekhinah is by the Luchot, no problem. Why are they called the Aron of Yosef, Aron Shilmet? First of all, Sadiqim and Mitatam, why you call Aron Shilmet? It should be Aron Shil Yosef. We had a name. Why are you call Aron Shilmet? And by the way, the fact that it's interesting that you call an Aron when you hold the Torah, and you hold Aron when you put a dead body, it should be called uh, maybe a keber or whatever you call it. Here they call it Aron Shilmet and Aron Shilshikina. So the Ben Ishai says, no, this Gemara is giving you a deep understanding. He says, this is the two philosophies. The Aron Shilshikina represents that you're following the Aron because why? The Shekhinah said. Shekhinah said. And then you have the Aron of Yosef. What's Yosef? Menashon Tosefet. You want to add a spice, you want to add a, a reason, you want to add an extra a reason to the... So he says, you have the Aron of the Shekhinah, that's Imunah Peshutah, and the Aron of Yosef, Tosefet, going together. So when the people saw it, said, what? You put these two together? How did you put Aron Shilmet? What does it mean, Aron Shilmet? If you're going to follow this Shita of Bahakilah, there's going to be Mita, like Mitata Melachim, is Bitula Melachim, which means the, the Torah is going to be uh, 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 destroyed. How can you allow at all a Mita Shilmet? The Mita of Yosef, the Mita of Hakira, can cause Hatzmashon to the Bitul of the Dat. So they came along and said, Vechi Madako Shilmet, Dalekim Shechina. How can you have Mita? Why are you calling Aaron's Mita Shilmet? Met doesn't mean to die. Met means bitul. In Rabbeinu Ari, when he talks about the death of the Melachim, mitata Melachim, parashat Bayishlah, over there mita can mean bitul Melachim, the bitul of them. So he says, why are you going to follow the Aron Shel Yosef? Aron Shel Yosef is Aron Shel Met. He answered, you're right. The only way we're allowed to have Aron Shel Met next to the Shekhinah is kiyem ze mashikatub bazeh. If it only enhances what's written in this, then it's okay. If the Aron Shem Yosef is then the Kayem, the Aron Shem then it's no problem. But if the Aron Shem Yosef is a prerequisite, if the Aron Shem Yosef is the starting point, then already there's no right traveling with the Aron Shem Shekhinah. Aron Shem Met is only good when it's traveling with the Aron Shem Shekhinah, when it's Bebchinah Kayem Zeh Mashikatul Bazeh, which only to develop it. I was once asked to speak in the mother congregation, 2030 Ocean Parkway. 
in the uh, the dome over there. And when I walked into the dome, I saw right on top of the Aron Kodesh, that's the pursuit they wrote on top of the... Uh, they spelled it wrong, but that's for another... They spelled it wrong, that's a fact. Don't look at the way we spell it, look at the way they wrote it. It's so fair. Okay, no problem. In any event, in any event, so I said, I'm going to give a derashah to the members of Shari Siyon. And I told them, why did they pick this pasuk over here? The simple explanation is, this beautiful shul over here. There's no shul like that beautiful rotunda dome. The dome is still the dome. But I think the explanation why they chose the pasuk is a little deeper. Generally speaking, our community, we're very traditional people. We're very traditional people. Ashkenazim are a little more, uh, you know, have to know the reasons and uh, that's why they got conservative and reform and all this. They got too smart for themselves and they uh, they outsmarted themselves. Whereas Fanadim, you know, even the one that's Mahalel, the rabbi said, they have Imunah, they have just a certain type of inborn uh, faith, which is a great thing. But at the same time, when you're learning, you're not supposed to have Imunah Peshuta. When you're learning, you're supposed to give the rabbi a hard time. What do you mean? What does it say? What's the what rabbi said? Rabbi said, how could you learn that? No, you're not. Uh, 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 you have to have You have to ask. You have to, oh, the rabbi said it doesn't make sense what he said. He ask again. There's no emuna in learning. Emuna which does not. To, but I'm talking about when it comes to your observance of the mitzvot. So we said like this. The pasuk says like this. Ze'eli What does it mean ze'eli? Everybody has to find their god. You have to find their mahalach. They have to find their understanding. Everybody has to put the, everybody has to write their sefer ha'inuch to explain their understanding why the mitzvah is. And by the way, ask many people, I think the mitzvah is because it is. I think it's the mitzvah. Ze'eli. By the way, Abraham found God through chesed. Yitzhak found God through geburah. And Yaakov found God through a combination of emet. Ze'eli. It can be personalized. Which is, you could give different uh, uh, variations. However, ultimately, what does the pasuk say? Elohe abi ba'arom emenu. It has to be based on Elohe abi. Ze'eli only works if it's Elohe Avi. But if you take away Elohe Avi, the God of my father, then already Ze'eli could lead to what? Hasbe Shalom, Kefirah. Ultimately, you always have to fall back to the safety position. The safety position is, it's the God of my, because my father said, finish Elohe Avi. Now you want to philosophize till you're blue in the face, go good luck. But ultimately, it's Ze'eli only works when the, it's, it's, it's your sword is Elohe Avi. So therefore, be wise, ask questions, uh, go back and forth. But ultimately, you got to keep the law. Your understanding is not what's going to make the law uh, uh, apply or not. The law applies because it's Hashem's advantage. So that's what the Gibra was saying over in, 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 in Sotah. Aron Shemet only can travel with Aron Shechina if it's Kiyem Zem Mashikatub Bazem. Gemara in Megillah, it's Mishnah and Megillah. Mishnah says, Haomer al-kan sipor yagiu rahamecha, modim modim, meshatekim oto. What's the Mishnah saying? If a guy comes along and says, Oh, God has so much mercy on the kan sipor, that's why you're not allowed to take the mother, you're not allowed to take the chicks in front of the mother. Because if you would take the chicks in front of the mother, it would be cruel to the mother bird. God's mercy has reached even the bird's nests. If the guy says that, shut up. shut up. Okay, continue the Mishnah. Modim, modim. The guy says modim twice. 
Shatekim Oto, because it sounds like he's praying to two gods, says the Ben Yishai Gorgeous. He says, ultimately, both derachim are okay. Emunah peshuta and emunah bahakira okay. And you don't have to uh, deprive yourself from either. Read the Torah critically. Critically, I mean to try to understand it. But ultimately, whether you understand it or not, you're going to fulfill it. So he says, if a person is just going with the kansi poor logic, the reasons, and if a guy goes to the other extreme, modim modim, whatever the rabbi says, modim modim, I agree with him, I agree with him, also which means both sides, whether he's just going for reasons, or he's just going to be both of them, you have to have a, a combination. But again, where's the tilt? Bimkom where there's a bera, the girl does not inherit where there's a son. The main inheritor is the bera. We say every day in Abu Tab when we put on the tefillin, ve'erastichli le'olam, ve'erastichli besedek u'mishpat, v'chesu l'hamim, ve'erastichli be'emunah ve'yada'at. That's the key. Ve'erastichli be'emunah. My bond with God is based on what? Emunah. After I have emunah, v'yada'at. Okay, now you want to add v'yada'at, it's no problem. Be careful of the reasons, Rabotai. Now we go back to that Mishnah in Masechet Shabbat, based on the Ga'on of Vilna. Lo yateh. Lo yikra adam, sorry, lo yikra adam no oraner. A person cannot read to the oraner. Good, that's the Mishnah. Comes the Braita. Lo yikra adam no oraner. Tano rabbanan, yikra adam no oraner. Shemayateh. Amar bi Ishmael, ani ikra velo ate. Oh, that's the reason? Ah, that's the reason. Ah, well, we're not going to, not me. What does he mean to say? Of the Mishnah that didn't give the reason. We were so smart. The Brayta gave the reason. And because they gave the reason, I fell. And if you look at the Gemara, by the way, if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara is Meduyak like that. The Gemara, where is this Gemara anyway? Well, it's not in Sotah, that's for sure. Isn't it on, in, in, uh, in, in Shabbat, right? <coughs> I thought it was in the second Perik. That's such a long time ago. No, 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 no. The story of Lo Yikran Leolaner. Yeah. If you look at the last word of the Gemara, the Gemara says this: "Kama gedolad vreachamim sheamru Lo Yikra Adam Leolaner." He didn't say, Lo Yikra He said, the rabbis knew what they were doing. Once already, the Mishnah is basically Emunah Peshuta. Why? Why you shouldn't do it? I'm not giving you a reason. By the way, Hakam Yaakov Alav Shalom, Hakam Yaakov Katsin, he made some exceptions when it came to the Geru Takana that we have. He made some exceptions. Chabaruch Alav Shalom, my rabbi, also made exceptions. Whatever reasons. But he never said why. Whenever anybody would say, Why, why did. He was smart. 
What's going to happen if he's going to give you a reason? You'll have now a hundred more every year. Oh, that was the reason. It's the same reason. Once already he kept it. I don't know if he did it because of A, because of B, because of C. So because of that, the edict stays, stays strong. But once already you can explain it. So sometimes explaining yourself, and that's what happened in the Mishnah. Because they explained it, you know, uh, too clear. I'm sorry, the Braita, they explained it too clear. What ended up happening is, Shemayate. And that's, that's really the, 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 the great lesson that we learned from this Parashah over here. If it can happen to Shilohu HaMelech, if Shilohu HaMelech already, when he started to apply Hakira to a Emunah Peshuta, and again, Kol Ba'ya Lo Yishuvun, he wasn't able to get out of the, uh, out of, out of the, out of the tunnel. He lost his way in the, uh, again, on his level, of course. We're not talking, uh, you know, when it says that Shilohu is hot turned. By the way, even after his hot turned, he was a Sadiq Yasod Olam, Navi, and everything. By the way, Halvai, we should get to the level of Shilomor after he turned, by the way. You'll take it 2,000 years to get to that level after he turned, let alone to get there before he turned. But my point is that ultimately both are, are the problem. And that's what it be Yehuda said in the Mishnah. What is the derech that a person should choose? Choose for himself. First we have to bring glory because it's the word of God. And then and only after that can you bring the tefillah and Adam? Can you add your reason? It's okay to have Aaron of Yosef next to Aaron of Shechinah, but you have to know that the Aaron of Yosef is called Aaron Shilmet, because it's Aaron of Shechinah that religion will never become batel. But you use Aaron of Yosef today; it applies. Tomorrow it doesn't. Only if you're using it as an enhancement. The kayim zeh mashikatuv bazeh, then it's okay. So ultimately, da et elohe avicha. You're supposed to know da, but it has to be based on Elo Abicha. Ze Eli ve'anveu Elo Abivinu ve'menu En Kelohenu, and then of course we have Mikel. Baruch Hashem Adonai Olam. Amen. By the way, all this Benish Chai's hakdamat to Od Yosef Chai. The Rashot. All straight Benish Chai. Beautiful like that. Amen. Amen.